And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. Presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome in. Good evening. Brandon Sprague here on the West Coast in Portland. Lucy Burge, my great host, the BetQL Network family over there in Boston. She's on Twitter, at Lucille Burge, and on Instagram. Uh, Lucy, good evening. How was the weekend? Oh, good evening, Sprague. First of all, condolences on the Braves. That's a, it's a tough go. But oh. now, as Zach said before the show, we are all out of the playoffs now. All our teams are out yeah. of the playoffs. So now we just get to sit back and enjoy uh, 18 inning games because this weekend was a just a bonanza of things. I went home to Connecticut, had a nice time with my family, watched pretty much every inning of that 18 inning game with my family. Just some good old family fun watching basically three baseball games all in one. Because you turn over to TBS, which is they had to move the Yankees game, Yankees Guardians to that. That was supposed to be Step Brothers. So here's what I saw in the crowd <laughs> at the at the I was like, those idiots move yes. Step Brothers for this. So in the crowd of Mariners Astros, kind of behind home plate, was sitting a fan wearing a Step Brothers t-shirt. And I thought he was probably gonna go home after this game and watch Step Brothers. Now he's gotta sit at an 18-inning baseball game and watch them uh, the Astros Mariners I don't know which fan he was he's a fan of stepbrothers basically but the Astros I was very happy with that win I was rooting for the Astros iffy weekend baseball betting for me however had a great day today with the underdogs that really shined bright today so I had a lot of underdogs today Tom Brady and the Buccaneers was the one bet that did not come through for me Mm. and I have my Tom Brady vigil candle here because Giselle's witchcraft (laughs) is real Brady did go to Robert Kraft's wedding uh, alone, and uh, that was just a kind of a, a weird thing to see. But I think I had a better weekend than Tom Brady did, I would say, uh, because it was yeah. just he's losing it. On the, he's coming apart at the seams. So it was a, it was a wild weekend. How was your weekend's break? Uh, my, you know, minus my baseball team getting bounced, and I appreciate the condolences. You know, the weird thing about it is I could tell from the get-go in game one, Max Fried, the Braves ace, got – lit up he was getting hit all over the place they lose game one they 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 win game two but it's kind of you know infield hits that deflect off a glove oh in comes a run it just didn't feel legitimate and we talked about this before the baseball playoffs kicked off i i'm wondering now and i've already seen it kind of suggested the yankees could get bumped here the dodgers are gone the braves are gone the mets are gone like people are now gonna ask is the rust versus rest thing a real thing because all these hundred win teams or, you know, just under 100 wins, they're getting bumped down. Meanwhile, you got all these 80, high 80 win teams uh, moving on. The Phillies, you got the Padres and Phillies in the NLCS. So I'm okay. They gave me a World Series last year. Uh, that, that made me happy enough to get past this year, and all the players are coming back. I did want to ask you something real quick, and I want to get into Bill's, Bill's Chiefs here. Mm, yes. Let me ask you this baseball question. You said you and your family watched all 18 innings of that. Now, I, I have a couple questions, I guess. The first question would be, why and the second question would be can we can we say the quiet part out loud that that was an awful baseball game that that was boring it was seven hours of baseball i mean there's no sport in the world even football football gets to four and i'm like this is getting long man this game kicked off a long time that pitch went out at 107 pacific so that'd be 407 your time and the final out was recorded at like 7, 12 p.m. Pacific, 
10, 12 p.m. your time. And I just thought, I get Mariner fan wanting to do it, but anybody that watched this is a sicko. So you tell me, you sicko, why did you watch that whole game? And can we admit out loud that baseball needs to fix not having 18 inning games? Well, yeah, watch it because, yeah, I'm a sicko. I will admit that. I am a sicko for baseball, but basically because it was on. And as they said on Seinfeld, why would people watch the show? Because it's on TV. You just watch it because it's on TV. So I could do an oral history of watching this game and the thoughts that go through your head and, and how because basically it's kind of funny. To watch an 18-inning game and think, is it going to go one more inning? Is, it, is this really happening? Like, somebody just score. Let the other team score on purpose. See who, what fans react which way. The fans standing for two hours straight. Also, the concessions are basically closed, I would think, at that time. So that's kind of In the seventh too. inning. They closed in the seventh yeah. inning, Lucy. So everybody had yeah. to sober up, and then nobody could eat food. <laughs> That's not fair. Like, it's not fair. And this is extenuating circumstances. Keep the concessions open for that. But we watched it because it was odd. We were just there. Well, we flipped over to Yankees Guardians a little bit. I think we had dinner in the middle of it, too. And we're like, for like 20 minutes. And we're like, let's go see. The game was still on. Game's still on. And I tweeted, I think it was the 11th or 12th inning. I tweeted, I bet that I would bet this game goes 20 innings. And when they were heading into the 18th inning, I looked at that tweet. I had tweeted it two hours ago and I couldn't, I was like, wait, that was two hours. So I will say it's ridiculous watching the game, watching the game went by kind of fast. It didn't feel to me like that many. You are, you stop, stop. I'm not going to allow you to lie on, on, on our show here. You're a liar. By the way, I know you, I know college football in the, yeah, I know. I, that's what it has to be because you East Coast people, I don't get it. You had a great college football game. Tennessee, as you can <laughs> see in our graph bar here below, Tennessee starts our weekend off. Great upset of Alabama that goes down to the wire. The ugliest game-winning field goal kick of all time. Boom, you got 100,000 people lighting cigars and stealing goalposts in, in, in Tennessee after they win. You got Utah coming back down two scores against USC and beating them in Salt Lake City. It carries over into the 10 a.m. 1 o'clock kick slate today in the NFL where all these underdogs didn't just cover. Lucy, they outright won. If you, yeah. if you took yeah. some dogs today and you did the right ones, you cashed in on some good parlays. I know I did. And so I'm yep. kind of just still asking you, you had all of this yep. happening Saturday and Sunday, and you still were like, I'm going to watch the 15th inning of this game, and it's been checks watch five and a half hours now i got three more innings yeah. after this i can't wait because when do you get another chance to watch an 18 inning baseball game also we are nearing Hopefully the end of baseball it. stop it <laughs> i will watch a hundred innings of baseball more baseball oh i wanted that God. game to never end i wanted that to be the one constant of our lifetime today uh, today no. i was sitting around being like you know what i really really miss as my dad's just texting me we watched football also thank you yeah we did we switched over a little yeah, bit during thank the commercial you break to thank Tennessee. you mr burge thank you uh, <laughs> yes, thank you very much we Karen. needed some football yes. here we needed because some we, football yeah so it wasn't like we were sitting there like our eyes glued to it but it was on it was on yeah. because i watched i mean it was on because that you will i don't know if when are we gonna see a game like that again 18 innings in the playoffs. These playoffs have not disappointed. But I was thinking today, I really miss that game. I miss that Astros-Mariners game. It was comforting. It was familiar. It was, you get used to it. You're like, this game is never going to end. And I will be watching this until I, like Eminem does tomorrow, turn 50 years old. Happy birthday to him it tomorrow. Is. That 
game was going to last until like to the next 20 years what if it never ended you don't know you don't know if that game's ever going to end that's what that's the mystery of it and that's the glorious game of baseball for you all folks never stop well, watching it i can tell you right now i have hard enough time watching one baseball game they played two literally in one day and i'm like yeah, I, I never a, i never had a, i never want it again they had a 14 inning stretch like they they saying take me out to the ball game again in the 14th inning <laughs> It was that. See, that's kind of stuff I love. I love you, that. You got to have a bunt off. They, yeah, you cannot. You cannot yeah. play eighteen innings yeah. of baseball. Do something. Start with a runner at home. Just give me a run. Yeah, like like I don't even care at this point. You played eighteen innings and got one run in eighteen innings. That is an awful baseball game. After like a sixteenth inning, there should be some kind of rule. I don't know what it is. Home run derby. I don't give a crap. There's got to be something. Eighteen innings. Sixteen innings. Hell, 15 innings. It's just too long. It's too long, yeah, man. I, I, I can't, I can't deal with it. nobody scoring. It was, a pretty, it was pretty dry, that game. There was no scoring. So it's not like they were tying it up and scoring oh. and tying it up again. It was just – it was your classic pitcher's duel. So, you know what? It was. Long live baseball. And RIP the Mariners. Uh, let's let's yeah. move on. Let's get into the big game today. There's a lot to get into today, Lucy. We have a lot. There's a lot going on in the NFL. Um, I think you've got a read on Tom Brady that's accurate. Um, mm. we've got a lot of underdogs to talk about today. Uh, got some New York teams to discuss. Boy, how legit is yeah. the state of New York and how happy is, are the New York fan bases right now uh, with where the Giants and the Jets are. But I, let's start with a big game. We had Chiefs and Bills today in Kansas City. Uh, Buffalo was three to two and a half all week. I think the line closed at two and a half. Uh, I got this at three. I had to take Kansas City out of principle. Patrick Mahomes, first time ever in his career at home being an underdog, so I, I just thought this is the play. A lot of people loved the over. The over got to 54. I liked it. I'm not going to say I didn't, but I did stay away from it. I did not. I had it sprinkled into a parlay that was basically like every game's over-under. I just put like a dollar bet on DraftKings for that, um, and, and, I, and I'm and i good every week. dollar do bet, Sprig. A dollar bet. bet. And it pay, yeah, Love and it. it pays out like $1,000, so it's like what, what does that go. hurt me? Other than that, I didn't touch that. But Kansas City-Buffalo comes down to the wire. And Josh Allen and the Bills, Lucy, you can make an argument they should have won three in a row after today because that divisional game, 13 seconds away from beating them last year. What did you make of it? I loved this game because I had Bills minus two and a half. So I will say that, but I didn't love the whole because I was a little worried at times that they were not going to cover this spread. And I was like, great, super, because I already had the Buccaneers go down. And so this one, then it would have been, I had Jets plus seven and a half, Patriots plus two and a half. And then I had the Bills minus two and a half. And I was like, oh no, this is going to be a disaster. The Bills are, are also tumbling to pieces. But no, I liked this one. Josh Allen, grass stains on his, on his jersey, all, all up in it. The Bills are alive and well. I, I enjoyed this game very much. The mega showdown of the week. Did not really disappoint so much. No, it didn't. And I know a lot of people were expecting a high-scoring affair. These defenses haven't been all that great. I know Pittsburgh's coming off of giving up three points against uh, – or Buffalo, excuse me, is giving up three points last week against Pittsburgh. But largely their secondary's kind of been banged up, and they haven't gotten as many stops or been as dominant as we thought in Kansas City's defense. I mean, they came in there. They were missing like three starters. So it was already going to be yeah. a struggle bus. I think people are disappointed with the points, but I'll say this. Yeah. I, I, I was texting with a buddy, and I, I had text. You know what's funny is this game isn't this high-scoring, you know, everybody's getting a touchdown affair that many of us thought. But the difference between this game with this score and, let's say, New Orleans against Houston with the same score, 
The difference is every single play, much like playoff baseball, I am stuck at the edge of my couch because I know either one of these quarterbacks, Lucy, can give me some incredible play when I'm not expecting it. And so even when you get bogged down into a low-scoring affair, if you're going to have elite quarterbacks participating, even though they go three and out, you're at the edge of your seat, and it's a great game because at any given moment, one of those two dudes is going to make it. And Josh Allen made the throw he needed to at the end and guided his team down the field. And unfortunately for Patrick Mahomes, a Buffalo DB made a great play, and uh, he threw a pick. But it's a fantastic football game. And if you're going to give me that in the playoffs in the AFC Championship, I'm, I'm going to be ecstatic about yeah. that. Exactly. That's why this is one you are glued to because it's Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, the two superstars right now. And when you even see this on paper, you're like, yes, this is a game I'm going to watch. Maybe even if you get it locally over red zone, this type of game, like Mm -hmm. that is the, the mega game you get here. And also the fact that if you have some betting interest on it, then of course you're going to watch this, but this is one that I, I would not skip betting on. And that's why I did. But yeah, this mm-hmm. this game, I and even even low scoring, there's always the potential for them to score. It's not like, oh, okay, it's over now. Like you you never know when it's gonna be over. Romo and 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 Nance were comfortable saying this on the broadcast. They were talking about these two teams seeing each other again, right? Lamenting how good of a, yeah. a football game it was and how close everything was. Would you feel comfortable today if I put you on the spot right now to say, will they meet? again in the playoffs would you be comfortable saying yes to that and does that mean to you afc championship or do you think it's a divisional round thing because i think right now the mm. the, the view of the afc to me lucy is kind of largely these two teams and then the rest yeah. of the field whereas in the nfc it's philadelphia is up 14 nothing so maybe it's philadelphia and then a bunch of question marks but do you think these two teams meet again in the playoffs i think they will meet again and the old yeah i'm trying to think of i think it will be I, I, it's tough to say because you've got the Jets in there in the AFC and you never know what they're going to do. So I, but I think, yeah, it, realistically, yes, I think these two teams are going to meet again because we've got a lot of season left to play. And I don't mm-hmm. think any of the, I don't think either of them are slowing down by any means. I think they are still, the Bills especially. So yes, I do think they will meet again. Uh, I'll tell you this. I don't know who the equals are of these two teams, but we were kind of saying this last year and then the Bengals came out of nowhere um, right. I'm going to throw one at you with 90 seconds to go, so don't go crazy here. Yeah. But yeah. Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet joins my radio show every Thursday in Portland, and he gave me a bet today that I took, and I took it to the house, and that was New England getting three points at Cleveland. He then talked about yeah. uh, New England's October history, and Lucy, look at the schedule. I'm not feeling so great about that New England under eight and a half win thing now. Maybe New England with Bailey Zappi uh, is an underrated team in the AFC landscape here. Yeah, because here's – so I had the Patriots under win total after seeing how they were in preseason. The caveat is Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi is the future of the Patriots. I will say that right now. I don't know if we see Mac Jones again. I think wow. Belichick is seeing this, and, and he's thinking, okay, Bailey Zappi is the guy. He, he's won stuff. So Patriots uh, over win total, I would say. Yeah, that's crazy. It's uh, We have a lot more to get into. We'll play um, a flux capacitor here with some futures bets that we like. We'll talk some college football. Mentioned it very briefly there, but Tennessee upsets Alabama as a nine-point dog. Give you an update on the college football championship odds, some more Major League Baseball playoff talk. Uh, we got a whole lot more to get into. Back to the futures here on the BetQL Network.
Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, starring Ryan Horvath and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. Come on, Chase. Come on, Chase. Two feet in. Can we by the way, speaking of Chelsea, though, Chelsea <laughs> just tweeted, Chelsea Messenger from the Daily Tip Checker out, 6 to 10, nine, nine. 9, 6 to 9 a.m. Nice. Eastern Standard Time. She writes this, not going to lie, I'm on a brutal cold streak where I continue to barely lose bets, and it's getting to me. I would take this week off of betting slash picks. But I don't have a choice. Oh, another run on first down. She'd be like, hey, Chelsea, uh, can you give me your four best bets this weekend? Hey, Chelsea, just hoping, just hoping to get your. That's what I do to my brother. My brother will text me. He's like, I'm one of. My brother will be like, give me, give me picks on Saturday. Oh, now you want my picks. Because yeah. I give you my advice and you tell me I don't bet unders. Life's too short to bet the under. Okay, keep betting overs, you dummy. Bet MGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. I've always wanted to be a part of a celebration that is that destructive. No, where they don't care about the state of the building afterwards. Because I'm somebody that when I go out to eat, I like to put all of my stuff on a plate. I get all the trash together. Like, I feel so bad for whoever's cleaning up. Because imagine cleaning up that clubhouse, especially if it's like the visiting clubhouse, where it's just the floor is soaked in champagne there's beer bottles everywhere it just as a mom it just makes me think who has to clean this up there's always someone you know there's someone in that building who who hates the celebrations he's like i hate it when these guys win i mean i'm happy for them but i hate it they're all you know all night there spraying stuff down oh that cannot be great the daily tip weekday morning six to nine eastern on the BetQL network always live on the free odyssey app Check out BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. With the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. You saw me roll my eyes for six, seven months. Every time people are talking to the Mets up, they don't even get out of the damn wild card round. Just stop. It, it, no, it wasn't going to be different. It was never going to be different. Your 101 regular season wins are very cute. Timmy Tommy Trumpet, whatever his name is, you're doing that when you're losing. You know Seinfeld's pissed at home. Like, he's got to be irated in the moment. Like, what did you think about uh, Diaz coming out to the trumpet? You can't be playing the trumpets down six runs. It's embarrassing. I mean, that's a celebratory song. Like, we're about to end your game, the game for you, right? It's over for you. The trumpets are playing. The Mets are being one hit down six runs, and here comes Timmy Trumpets. It was perfectly Mets. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Our thanks to our voice guy, Steve, for the intro there. Coming back here, back to the futures here. Brandon Sprague, Lucy Burge. She is on Twitter at Lucille Burge. Give her a follow and on Instagram as well. For her daily picks, usually about uh, three to four picks that she put it, uh, puts out a day. Uh, does all kinds of great work here with the BetQL family. 
Uh, Lucy, we, we got a lot of baseball talk in there, mainly just 18 innings. So let's let's get a little more here into the National Football League. Give a quick update. The, Phil- the Philadelphia Eagles up 17 nothing. about seven minutes to go in the uh, first half of that game. So Dallas is struggling. What is your read or thought on the New York Jets and the New York Giants, who both won big games today? The Giants came back yet again from 20 to 10, and they beat Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and the Jets. I mean, geez, this was a thorough beatdown, dominating win by the Jets at Lambeau Field and Aaron Rodgers. So coming into this season, I you, you know there's going to be a surprise team. There's usually a surprise team. Last season was the Bengals. I thought maybe it'd be the Lions, who did not lose today. Just, just saying. Um, <laughs> it could be the Go Lions. Um, it could be the Jets. Or now it could be the Giants. Two teams that are legitimately for real. The, the Jets beating Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. I see this and I think back to Bailey Zappi to go back to the newest, hottest uh, football player in the National Football League, Bailey Zappi, almost beating Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. That was very impressive to take Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau and the Packers to overtime as, a, as his first NFL game. But now the Jets also beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at Lambeau. I don't know what that says about either side of, I mean, it means the Jets are good, but is it as impressive now that Bailey Zappi did that? Because even the Jets can beat Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. So I feel like it's impressive, but the Jets are showing that Aaron Rodgers is is concerning and kind of in trouble and the Packers are in trouble. The, or the Jets are good. The Jets are for real. But I don't, I mean, this is, I think for the Packers, this should be a shocking wake-up call to think, wait, the the Jets and a first-year quarterback in his first game in the NFL can can almost beat us, and then the Jets and Zach Wilson do beat us. And either, I mean, they're for real, or, you know, do we want to see more teams wearing cheese hats as we're leaving the field? Like, this is this is a problem for the Packers here. Because this, I mean, I, I am very, I think the Jets are exciting. I like that, I think the Jets still... I don't know now. I said this a couple weeks ago is the Jets will finish the season with a better record than the Patriots. I don't know now because Bailey Zappi has thrown a whole different thing into the, the, the situation here. But the Jets are at the top of the division now after starting the season at the bottom. And I think that they are going to finish with a, a over on their season total well, season record total. And I think they have a legitimate chance to make it to the playoffs this season because they're for real. The Giants also... I mean, out of nowhere, for real also. These two teams are exciting, and they're exciting to watch, and they are teams to bet on now. I never hesitate now betting on the Jets. I have no more Jets regrets because now I'm betting on the Jets. They came through today. I had them at plus 7.5. The Giants now going forward, I legitimately will bet on the Giants now. This, these two teams are exciting to watch, and you didn't think they would be. So we could have two surprise teams this season. Oh, I mean, I, I think what you're hitting on here is it's pretty remarkable. Today was a huge underdog day. Um, five yeah. of the eight underdogs outright won in the early slate. And I can tell you right now, like, you don't get lucky very often when you gamble, but when you do it, it makes you feel like a genius and good. I, I, I'm to a point, Lucy, and I think I've talked about this before. My motto this year was I'm just going in on dogs. Even in games where I'm like, oh, that team's going to blow that other team out. Who cares about four points? I'm taking four points most of the time. I just don't care anymore. Give me points because really outside of Buffalo and Kansas City, it's it just doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of teams 
as close so, or as close to them. So it more makes like the rest of the field is close together, right? So it's like every week you can think, oh, San Francisco is better than Atlanta. But then you read an injury report and you're like, oh, six of 11 starters are down. Atlanta should be able to move the football. And then they do. And they dominate San Francisco. Every single week this happens. I had a good, un- I had a good money line dog parlay today. Uh, it included the Jets. It included the Steelers. Like, I don't hesitate. And so everything you're saying about the Giants and the Jets, for example, is accurate. And here's the weird thing. I, I don't even know. You know, Zach put in our chat, the Giants to win the Super Bowl are plus 4,800. The Jets to win are plus 8,500. I wouldn't bet them to win. But the crazy thing is this might be a season where a team like that, that you can't really put your finger on, goes a lot farther, i.e. I- the, the Cincinnati Bengals last year. And so, like, we talk about the Giants or the Jets. I, I saw something from somebody, and I forget who it was, but they had said something to the effect of, we talk about teams being good, makes it better for the sport. And they said, in general, I don't buy it. But with the Jets, I do. And I thought, that is a sneaky good point. Because I've never hated the Jets, but I don't really root for the Jets. But I love the Jets. Because the Jets fans yeah. are insane. They have Fireman Ed. And I don't know what to make of these teams because they keep winning. And today was as dominant as ever. And I still don't feel great about the quarterback play, but here we are, both these teams sitting where they're sitting and continuing to have success. Yeah, you look at how the Jets, again, beat the Packers, and you're like, how? How did that happen? Step by step, let, like, let, like, tell me how this happened. This is crazy that the Jets are now like a real team that I, I, if I had to bet on one or the other, the Giants or the Jets to win the Super Bowl right now, I would sprinkle a little bit on actually the Jets and I wonder if going forward, their odds could surpass the Giants' odds in terms of shorter than the Giants at some points. Because you, you just you don't know. You cannot put your finger on these teams and, and what they're going to do because you, you look at the schedule at the beginning of the season and you think you can already determine, okay, whoever's playing the Jets, obviously that's a win. Not anymore. Not at all. The Giants as well. The Giants' odds coming into the season for everything were so long. And now their Super Bowl odds are are not unrealistic. So, and, and I think the Jets' odds will also venture into less unrealistic territory as the weeks go forward. So now you're in a in a, a flux capacitor uh, for when <laughs> who is going to win what? Like you look at the schedule, you can't determine <clears throat> based on that who's going to win what anymore because the, the, yeah. these two teams have are the Bengals of the season. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, the Jets, I mean, the Jets today, you know, the Giants came back. I mean, it's back-to-back weekends. The Giants have been down literally 20 to 10 and won their football game. And you can say, well, that how many times is that going to happen? That's a, that's a fair thing, I think, to ask out loud. I'm not going to tell you the Jets are better than the Giants, but the Giants are 5-1. and one. The Jets moved to 4-2 and two today. That, that really was, like, from start to finish, dominant. That defense... They probably won't win the division. I'm not picking them to pass Buffalo here. I think Buffalo got past some demons today, and they're going to they're gonna be just fine. But the Jets, if they can keep this going and they can find their way in, I'll tell you right now, that ain't a team I'd want to play, not with that defense. Mm. And now suddenly the two divisions we made fun of coming into the year, the AFC East and the NFC East, I mean, yeah. three of the four in the <laughs> NFC East are pretty good. Dallas is getting their butts the kicked right now, but they're four and one. And then the Dolphins, like, they're treading water, but they don't have their quarterback. So he sounds like he's going to come back in a week or two. So the Dolphins, I'm not going to dismiss yet. The Patriots' schedule kind of lines up for them. 
the Jets are knocking Aaron Rodgers in the mouth in Lambeau, and the Bills are maybe the best team in in football. It's like that whole division is a gauntlet, and somebody's going to be the team that gets knocked out because they're just not as good as the others. So the AFC, I think, is a real crapshoot in terms of who you pick. Obviously, Buffalo, Kansas City, probably at the top of most people's list, but the Jets, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Chargers, the you know what I mean? Like anybody can cut yeah. the Jags can get you. It's just hey, tough yep. to predict the Ravens, the Bengals. Whereas in the NFC, maybe the Giants have a better chance of faring well because I don't think many people trust the Vikings. Rodgers and the Packers look uh, disastrous. The the Buccaneers, I mean, their quarterback, mm-hmm. I think he's going to look back if his wife does file for divorce. I think he's going to look Wish back and this is going to be the biggest regret of the year in his entire life because this doesn't seem worth it. The Niners are banged up. The Rams aren't looking good. The Seahawks are fun but not viable. It's like the NFC isn't all that hard in terms of when you stack these teams up. So maybe the Giants have a better chance than the Jets because of the way the conferences line up. Right. And you know what was surprising to see too is the Jets now have a better record than the Buccaneers and Tom Brady this season because the Buccaneers are 3-3, three and three, the Jets are 4-2. and two. And in mm-hmm. no way... Did I ever, and most people ever expect that heading into this season? Because everything you thought was going to go down is going up, and everything you thought was going to go up is going down. Brady, you thought, was going to have a career year because he had to make this worth it because he's coming out of retirement, and no way would he come out of retirement if he wasn't going to be all in on football and focused. And then you get another wrench. There's just been a season of wrenches thrown into things. You're like, oh, but wait, this changes everything. Because now, Giselle, I, I am almost 100% in saying they don't need to say anything. They're getting divorced. That's, that's happening. He looks terrible. He is falling apart at the seams. He is coming to pieces on the sideline yelling at his, his teammates and uh, in a way that seems like there's other things going on in his life that are troubling him. Well, why did he – t- tell me this, Lucy. I, I'm, I'm going to derail yes. your, your rant here, so sorry. But, like – Yes, please. Anybody else think it's odd that he's leaving his team – their travel schedule to go to a wedding for a, an owner, by the way, I get like, you got a great relationship. The coach of the team who's still there didn't go to this wedding. Like, and the owner understood that. And yet he felt he needed to leave his guys to go to this wedding. And then you see him on the sidelines, like screaming at his group. Like that's kind of how he's always been. He's, yeah. he's kind of an a-hole when he's doing competitive things. I get that. But like, it's just, there's a weird energy and not, you bring back the witchy thing from Giselle. There's a weird vibe with him and that team. And, his commitment to this versus like distraction versus like, what's the reward here? The whole thing is weird to me. Yeah. Glad you brought this up spring because it's a weird look for him to go in the middle of the, first of all, why is Robert Kraft getting married in the middle of the season? That's number one. That's selfish. I think on his part to expect any, to invite people who are football players currently or Bill Bell. I don't know if Belichick was invited, but Brady, especially in the middle of the season, to his wedding. I mean, okay, that, that's beside the point. But Brady, if in any other point in his career, would never, ever, ever leave the team in the middle of preparing for an upcoming game, and it, that close to Sunday, especially. It was fr- uh, Friday, I think. And so he's in New York, which, yeah, okay, New York and Pittsburgh are not super far, but in terms of being in the zone, you're not really in the zone if you're at a at Robert Kraft's wedding where Elton John and Ed Sheeran are performing. I don't know if you're thinking about the Steelers too much. And it's a weird look for him to take that time away 
And and then unless like he's like, okay, we're we're ten point favorites against the Steelers, no big deal. But then you go into the game and you lose the game. That at right. any other point in his career would be so unacceptable to him that I'm telling you he would release some kind of apology statement. Like that is such a weird look for him to be leaving his team at right before a game to go to a wedding. He would I am if he was in New England, he would be getting canceled right now and destroyed for doing this. Belichick, I mean, there were scattering reports that Belichick was at the wedding, but was not in the picture. Let's just say he wasn't at the wedding because that was the initial report, essentially. And then he won the game as the underdog. Yeah. So the look is not great for Brady. And I think right now, Brady, just in general, is so messed up in the head in terms of what his priorities are in his life. And when he he's thinking, okay, when I look back on my life, what am I going to think about my family football? What is more important to me? I genuinely, I know he loves his kids, but I think he's debating about football versus is this worth it? So many things going through his mind. Is this worth it to come back to football? Should I have stayed retired regretting that, but then loving football still, but being with his kids, but the demands his family puts on him versus it's like, I think he is just so confused about his life that he's losing games. It's not worth it to him. He's yelling at his, his teammates. He's on the sideline falling to pieces and, I think he's just so messed up right now that I I am very concerned about the Buccaneers and about Tom Brady on a personal level right now because it, it's concerning I think the, to see what's happening. The Bucks are a team I wait to bet on. Like I, yeah. I, I'm viewing this whole thing through a gambling aspect. I don't know what you know what's going on in Brady's personal life. I'm sure we'll find out in the tabloids. But it's a team that I think is going to get healthier offensively. They'll get some guys back. And if he doesn't to just write preemptively retire, like some people think could happen, that defense <laughs> is good enough. I know they didn't show it today with Mitch Trubisky coming in for Kenny Pickett, but that defense is good enough with the weapons coming back. The Bucks are a team I wait to bet on. That being said, Philly is the overwhelming favorite right now in the NFC. They might go up 20 to nothing at the half against Dallas. And so you would kind of assume at that point, it's going to be tough for Cooper Rush to mount more than 20 points against this Eagle defense. I ask you, if you if you were to gamble a mortgage or a rent payment on an NFC team, do you lay it on the Eagles? Or are there, is there another team in the NFC you're willing to say, I think this team, if they're healthier, this team, even if they play the Eagles right now, I think they could win it. So I would have said the Buccaneers before this week because I thought they were trending upward. Not the case. I got to go with the Eagles. I mean, right now, I would absolutely go with the Eagles. Okay. I think there's more value in other teams, personally. I think the Eagles are going to be heavy, heavy favorites, and they deserve it. They've gotten a, a, a heck of a start, but I think there's going to be some teams that they can get healthy, can give them a little more of a challenge. All right, we got a lot more to get into. The Flux Capacitor segment, uh, we will talk about some Major League Baseball playoffs and a quick briefing on the college football situation that was. You got Back to the Futures back with more on the BetQL Network. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. (laughs) 
start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. I've always wanted to be a part of a celebration that is that destructive. No, where they don't care about the state of the building afterwards. Because I'm somebody that when I go out to eat, I like to put all of my stuff on a plate. I get all the trash together. Like, I feel so bad for whoever's cleaning up. Because imagine cleaning up that clubhouse, especially if it's like the visiting clubhouse, where it's just... The floor is soaked in champagne. There's beer bottles everywhere. It just, as a mom, it just makes me think, who has to clean this up? There's always someone. You know, there's someone in that building who who hates the celebrations. He's like, oh, I hate it when these guys win. I mean, I'm happy for them, but I hate it. They're all, you know, all night there spraying stuff down. Oh, that cannot be great. The Daily Tip, weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern, on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Check out BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. With the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. I totally understand the premise. Oh, my gosh. That's what everybody's going to say when they see this line. Can't believe Pat Mahomes is a home dog and a home dog by three. But were we having that same conversation week one when it was the Bills at the Rams? What was it, two and a half? Right? And at the Rams, at that time, we didn't know the Rams were bad. We, We saw the Rams as the reigning champs. But we saw it last year. Bills went in there last October and won that game 38-20. to 20. But that's the mm-hmm. only game they've beaten the Chiefs. Three out of four. They've played four times in the Mahomes-Allen you know, time in the league together. It's been Chiefs three, Bills one, including the playoff game last year. This has sense. been a rivalry that belongs to the Chiefs. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvath and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. Come on, Chase. Come on, Chase. Those two feet in. Can we- by the way, speaking of Chelsea, though, <laughs> Chelsea just tweeted, Chelsea Messenger from the Daily Tip. Check her out. 6 to 10. 9. nine. nine. 6 to 9 a.m. Nice. Eastern Standard Time. She writes this, not going to lie, I'm on a brutal cold streak where I continue to barely lose bets, and it's getting to me. I would take this week off of betting slash pick but I don't have a choice. Oh, another run on first down. She'd be like, hey, Chelsea, uh, can you give me your four best bets this weekend? Hey, Chelsea, just hoping, just hoping to get your, <laughs> give me your that's best bets. That's what I do to my brother. My brother will text me. He's like, I'm one of My brother will be like, give me give me picks on Saturday. Oh, now you want my picks. Can yeah. I give you my advice and you tell me I don't bet unders. Life's too short to bet the under. Okay, keep betting overs, you dummy. Bet MGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the future with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. We wrap it up here. Give you an update real quick. Uh, we've got Philly still up right now, 20 to nothing in the first half against the Cowboys. And the Yankees are up on the Guardians, top of the eighth, two out. Garrett Cole has left the building. He had eight Ks tonight. He was outstanding, giving up two earned. And uh, the Yankees appear to be um, there's a couple outs away from tying that series at two and going to a game five. Um, so we'll see if the Yankees and the Guardians will prevail, and the winner will obviously get to take on the Houston Astros. Um, let's do this. Let's do a little flux capacitor here. We look into the future. And uh, we see what is our favorite futures bet right now. Lucy, where are you going to go? Would you go in the world of the NFL? Would you go Major League Baseball? 
Um, one of the greatest catches I've ever seen just happened. Like, literally just oh. happened right now. Who is that? I don't even know who that is. I, I can't see it on my screen. It's too small. I just small. went back to my screen. I did not Unbelievable. see Unbelievable. One-handed. Guardians. Like, back backpedaling and he brings it down and somehow gets his geez louise i don't know if that's a catch but uh anyway that's a world series attitude that is world series attitude right there maybe affect my my futures for this segment on this the guardians (laughs) where 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 are you going with your your futures bet lucy yes so my favorite bet right now going back to the nfl and bailey zappy look at him to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. As of October 10th at DraftKings, his odds, which will, I would assume, get better, to win Offensive Rookie of the Year plus 2,500. That's not out of the question right now to just put a little bit on because he, I think, has enough potential and enough of a chance to beat out Mac Jones for this job, especially after his performance today, especially after Mm -hmm. what we've seen from him in in the past couple games. I think it wouldn't be out of the question if he beats Mac Jones out for this job. I I don't know if there will be a more impressive feat or performance, especially if the Patriots go over on their win total, especially if they make it deep into the playoffs, dare I say the Super Bowl. I don't know if that's going to happen. But if he carries this team as a third-string quarterback, I would make a strong case for him to win the O'Roy this year. So that would be my future really? that I am looking at. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I am intrigued by Bailey Zappi. I am intrigued by his six, He. I don't want to say he's the next Tom Brady, but I think this is the next oh, no. Brady Bloods. I, no, I'm no, not going to say that. Don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. I will say that this, if he does beat out Mac Jones for this, this would be the next Brady Bledsoe situation. This could be the next, <laughs> it would be a Brady Bledsoe situation, but the next one that's on oh, that no. level of that. And I think the comparisons will be a plenty if that happens. But I, w- I would, I don't want to jump the gun here, but I'm looking at Bailey Zappi and his vibes and his whole, mm. his whole thing he's got going on, his girlfriend posting on Instagram that he's looking like a snack in his uniform kind of confidence you need so i i would look at it as uh this guy i mean this guy's perfect he's perfect so i would look at that plus 2500 to just even a little bit right now and then you could put more on later when he when he officially wins the job when and if um i would absolutely look at that right now what is it with you guys over there like the instant you get anything somewhat okay you have to go to like he's gonna be as great as the greatest thing we've ever seen like what is it about you guys you know why is and by the way, Zach brings. Let's bring Zach on. Zach, jump on with us here. This is our super producer, <laughs> oh, Zach Kroll no. here. But like, no, you bring up a good point in the chat here. She's going off about Dad. Bailey Zappi. What about Brees Hall? Brees Hall had 120 rushing yards today. He's been a stud for the Jets. I hit the over on his prop rushing today. Like, Brees Hall is going to be hard to top if you're Bailey Zappi. Sure. Yeah, Brees has yeah. looked really impressive um, just from the Jets' standpoint. It's funny because the first week Michael Carter got drafted out of Iowa State, and one thing